Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The Boss. George Steinbrenner, who passed away earlier today at the age of 80. And uh, as a Met fan, I was always envious of the Yankees because of Steinbrenner, who I have nothing but tremendous respect for. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, it's 1228. Tiki and Tierney back on the fan. You know we love good stories in this city. You know we respect um, unlikely pets. You know, Jalen Brunson's a guy we've talked a lot about this year, mm-hmm. obviously. Didn't even get drafted in round one. He's become a superstar. And, you know, going back, John Starks, Mace, rest in peace. A lot of those Knicks, not, you know, not even drafted. Uh, unlikely um, ascensions to uh, unlikely spots. And I think that certainly fits with our next guest. Maybe he processed it differently along the way, mm-hmm. but we love his story and we like him as a player. That is Isaiah Hodgins, who has uh, been bestowed with a contract by the Giants. That was a given. He played very well and he's with us here on the show. Isaiah, it's Tiki and Tierney. How you doing today, buddy? What's up, man? I'm good. Appreciate you guys having me on. Oh, no, we're excited Absolutely. to have you on. You mentioned you didn't even mention Victor Cruz. Victor who was Cruz. Giants' own. It was yeah. same, the same situation. Wayne Corbett. Yeah, you know, Isaiah, your your journey is it's kind of it's it's pretty amazing when you think about it. From getting drafted by Buffalo in the sixth round. For those that don't know, I'll recount a little bit of it. And then you're there for a year. You get waived. You get brought back. Your practice squad. You get signed a futures contract, and you get waived again. And then the Giants pick you up. And when you get picked up by the Giants, nobody expected you to go and contribute. Yet when the season was said and done, you led the team in receiving touchdowns. Right? Tell us about this journey and why you felt so comfortable immediately, it felt like, once you got a chance to play with Daniel Jones and this Giants offense. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was definitely a long journey, you know, kind of as you mentioned. Looking looking back on just some of that stuff, man, and just like listening to those stories, it's just kind of crazy to see how far I've come. But, I mean, it was definitely just like – you know, a journey that I've had to persevere through and just um, really be patient through. But, you know, I've had a lot of people who were there to help uh, mentor me just along the way and kind of keep me patient and keep me working hard the whole time. You know, um, my my dad used to play in the NFL, so, you know, he used to say, hey, like, man, like, when you're on practice squad over there in Buffalo, like, use that as an opportunity. Like, you know, you're going against Tredavious Wyatt and Jordan Poirier and all these people, like, every single day, like, you know, giving them a look. Like, you know, those are going to be people who you're going to be playing against one day, like, in a game and, you know, corners as good as them and stuff like that. So, like, you know, people like him, Stephon Diggs, and just Emmanuel Sanders, just all these, like, household names. Cole Beasy would just 
I was able to learn from and really, you know, get comfortable with and like learn how to really run routes and um, model my game after. And, you know, obviously I was in Buffalo with Dayball for two years, so I was familiar with the offense. So the second I came over here and he gave me an opportunity, you know, he kind of told me what it was and was like, hey, like, I'm not going to give you a spot. Like, obviously, you know, like you're going to have to go out there and earn it. But, you know, you the more catches you make and the more plays you make, you know, the more opportunities you'll get. And, you know, it's kind of why I love Dayball because, you know, he's going to tell you when you're doing good and tell you when you're doing bad. And he's just kind of a real person. And, you know, I felt like it was just easy to come in there with, you know, the offensive system with Daniel Jones, who's just a hard worker and just, um, you know, able to get going right away. Yeah, you know, I kind of forgot that about your dad. Your dad was here with the Jets in 06. And so also won yeah. a, a, a Super Bowl with the Rams as a fullback. So, I mean, you got it in your blood a little bit. And you mentioned Dable, and I think he's such an important part of this because he does keep it real. I know this because I've met him and I know him a little bit, but we talk about it all the time. But to hear from a player – I mean, tell us how he coaches, or really, I don't know, it's not, probably not even coaching. It's really like indoctrinating you into a family, into the culture. How is he? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, you kind of hit it on the head. That's, he's just real, like, you know, and I think um, a lot of times, you know, in, in this league, and I'm sure, you know, like Tiki and everyone can kind of like yep. attest to this, you know, there's sometimes there's a lot of like politics that go on, or a lot of like, oh, the coach told me this, but you no, know, this is something different happening behind closed doors, but. You know, with Dayball, that doesn't really happen. You know, I mean, like he's gonna tell you, like, you know, why you're not playing or why you're not doing good, and you know, you know what what he thinks you could do better. But he's also, you know, when you're doing great, he's gonna tell you that, and he's gonna tell you to keep going and tell you stuff to improve on and tell you how he sees you in the future. And you know, I just think that's something that a lot of players respect because it's not something that you get a lot in this league. That's yeah, all true. true. So that's Isaiah Hodgins. Uh, Giants doing maybe one of the easiest things I'll have to do this offseason, picking up the contract. The young man's earned every penny. Had a really good showing with the G-Men, which is awesome. So, Isaiah, I want to know, like, when you first come into the building, and, again, familiarity familiarity with Dable, clearly, and even, I'm sure, Shane to an extent, but the Giants' personality developed as the year went on. Can you speak to how what you perceived them to be when you first arrived into the playoffs, specifically the great game against Minnesota. Like, how how did things change? How fast did that winning culture start to stick? Yeah, I mean, so I, I was. We always used to watch the Giants uh, when we were in Buffalo. Actually, you know, we would always talk about Daniel Jones and Barkley, and especially when Dayball got there, because you know we all love Dayball. So we were kind of keeping a close eye on them, and it was kind of one of those things that like. I feel like the whole world was kind of like trying to figure out, like, you know, they started real fast, but everyone was like, ah, like, are they for real? Like, you know, we don't really know yet. Is it, a, is it really a playoff team or is it just like a, a easy schedule type thing? And then I got there and I started to see, you know, just how some of these practice and Saquon Barkley, how hard he works, um, you know, Daniel Jones, how dedicated he was to his job. And uh, I mean, Dayball preaches it all the time, you know, I mean, just like having fun and winning, you know, just comes with execution. And like, you know, you're, people aren't going to have fun out there if you're, you're not executing, you're getting your ass whipped on the field, you know. But <laughs> if you're sitting there and you're executing and you're playing at a high level, then that's when it gets fun. And, you know, the more we started to do that, and I think, you know, it really started ramping up after we won uh, at Washington. And, um, you know, ever since then, then it was just like, you know, upfield and upfield. And it was like every game, like we know, like, you know, we, we can play in this game and we can win. Yeah, no, it felt you could feel that. Like you, you really could, and you could feel Daniel Jones just getting more and more confident every single time he was out on the field. Now, the thing I noticed, and obviously watching games, but also watching film on him, is that his decisions were quick. And I think a lot of that is because Richie evolved. Richie James evolved as a route runner. You obviously are a great. I've said this all ever since I started seeing you with the Giants. You're a great route runner. I don't think you get enough credit for that, but. 
the confidence that Daniel had in getting you guys the ball, I think that was the key. Tell, talk about Daniel Jones because he's he in our minds is what we've been talking about all day is really the key to keeping this train rolling with the New York Giants into next season. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, I agree, and it's something that. You know, I saw right when I got into the building. I mean, he was literally the first person I met when I came in the building. I was there on the bye week, and, like, nobody was in the facility but him in the locker room, like, just finishing a workout. And, you know, he was, like, you know, excited to meet you and, you know, get to work with you. And I just saw it, like, week by week, like, you know, in between periods, he's getting the wideouts to throw. He's, you know, working with extra stuff with the O-line. After practice and after meetings, he's, hey, you want to watch more film? Like, the little stuff like that just adds up week by week. Like, he's – He's a quarterback who's, like, in the weight room every day, like, lifting, getting stronger, doing corrective exercises. Like, you just don't see that all the time with, you know, quarterbacks in the NFL. And, like, I just think it just, like, that quick decision-making, as you were saying, and just, like, how constantly he was on the field just went to, you know, his preparation, and you could just see it throughout the week. Yeah. What's he like in the huddle? Yeah. All right. I mean, he's just, like, calm and collected, man, but you could just tell, like, he's just, like, like, he's like that silent dog, you know? Like, he's not, like, going to sit there and, like, you know, like hype it up and rah rah and do like all this like talking, but like you just see him like get like a twenty yard scramble and come back winded and then like call a play and then the next play he just throws a dime, come back winded, does another scramble and it's like dang, like this guy's like dealing, like he's going right now and it just motivates you because like he he just never stops, he just keeps going. Yeah, no, I mean that that's what you love about a, a leader like that. Is there any scenario you could see the Giants not bringing him back? I know you're not his agent, I know you're not working for Joe Shane, but. <laughs> I mean, I've been saying the Giants have to bring him back. You think that's that's going to happen? I mean, I, I would hope so, man. You know, I mean, obviously, like you said, I'm not a agent. I'm not the GM or anything. But, I mean, I know a lot of the players hope so and a lot of the fans hope so, too. I just think, you know, he's continuing just to get so comfortable in this offense and the system and, you know, with Dayball and everybody. And, you know, obviously there's, you know, business decisions that have to be made. But, you know, I, I mean, from a wide receiver standpoint and me playing with him last year, man, I would, I would certainly hope so, man. I, I love him as a player. I love him as a person. So, you know, I'll, I'll definitely be excited to keep working with him. I lo- now, Isaiah, I know up in Buffalo, you, a lot of your time was on the practice squad, but you were around Josh Allen. And I know one of the things when Dayball got this job here with the Giants, that was the reference that everybody kept making. Well, just look what Brian Dable did with Josh Allen. Are you seeing that same kind of progression happening with Daniel Jones? Yeah, I mean, it, it's funny because a lot of the players used to used to call Daniel Jones a baby Josh Allen when <laughs> when we were over there. Like, it, it, that was kind of like the joke, like, when it was like, I think my rookie year, like, and they were like, hey, like, you know who – know who's going to be Josh in a couple of years and, you know, that elite level is Daniel Jones. Like, and, uh, I mean, I, I definitely see it. Just the way that he could use his legs and, like, I think you saw that more as the season yep. gone, gone on and, like, you know, the the playoff stretch and, you know, the games before the playoffs, like, just how comfortable he was, you know, throwing on the run and, like, not afraid to use his legs if the wide receivers weren't open. And I just think that stuff opens up just the whole offense. It makes the defense has to prepare for a whole different element of just Daniel Jones' game and really the offense. So, I mean, I think you you combine that with just his smart decision-making, just his preparation. And, I mean, he's obviously got a great arm, and everybody knows that. So, I mean, I, I think, you know, he's got a lot of success coming his way in the future. And that's a pretty good scouting report from uh, from a teammate. And we're talking to Isaiah Hodgins of the Giants. He's with us here on Tiki and Tierney. So, you know, the NFL is, is not like the NBA where, all right, you know, a couple of years ago, Steph and the Warriors, they're going to be in the mix every single year because that's the way it goes. Football's different. It's year-to-year, mm-hmm. things change. So, in addition, I'm sure – uh, to Philly being very good next year. There'll be other teams that emerge, but specific to the Eagles, how do you guys close that talent gap? Specifically, what do you guys need? 
Yeah, I mean, I think you know, Dave Ball and Joe got a definitely got a, a good plan in, in mind. You know, um, it's something that you know we all obviously trust them as players and stuff. But I mean, I just think overall, just making sure that we improve on the stuff that we're already good at, and you know, clean up the stuff that you know we need to get better at. And I think you know, bringing in a couple more weapons to help Daniel Jones um, from the receiver standpoint, from scope positions to whatever. To you know, I mean, we have some great O-line um, already there, you know, building around them and continuing to make sure that the O-line's there. I mean, I, I loved our defense last year. I love watching them. I love, you know, watching Dexter Lawrence and, you know, Adoree and McKinney and all those players and just making sure that, you know, all those players are healthy and building around them. And, you know, I think there's like a solid group of players around here. So I think, you know, you just build in with a couple more pieces, you know, whether that's in the draft or free agency. And, um, and man, this team's going to be scary next year. All right, listen, most important question as we wrap it up here with Isaiah Hodgins. The best New York Giant running back in history <laughs> is. Don't get this wrong, buddy. Who is it? I mean, you, you know, you know, I gotta say, Tiki. Let's go. <laughs> Here it is. Shout out, baby. About Sing it. Sing it. <laughs> hey, brother, it was great to chat with you. I can't wait to meet you in person. I know Max is is, is your dude, and Max I've known since he was a baby. So I I can't wait to meet you in person and continued success, bro. I mean, your story was awesome. We championed it every single week as you go out there and made plays for this team and helped them get to where they were and in the postseason. So continued success, and we look forward to watching you next season. So stay healthy and talk to you soon, Isaiah. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you guys again for having me. Good Good job. Congrats. That is well earned, that contract. You know, as I was introducing him, and um, we talk about this little Nick Renaissance now, and I mentioned the name Starks mm-hmm. and Anthony Mason. You brought up Victor Cruz, of yeah. course, with the job. That's the most direct path from yeah. relative. What are you, UMass, right? Uh, UMass, and he was undrafted. Yeah, for right? sure. Yeah, they kept he kept killing the Jets during the <laughs> yeah, summer. That's right, and then, and he, then finally... he ultimately <laughs> killed the Jets in that ninety-nine yard touchdown. That's, that's, right? That's, that's, yes, that's true. <laughs> uh, Krebet wasn't drafted. I know he was drafted, but a different team. Um, you know, I, I love these stories. You yeah. know, they're just, it, it's just, like I said, it's not always linear. You're not always entitled to the throne. You mm-hmm. come out of the womb sporting royalty. These are the things that that I can relate to because I can't possibly relate to somebody like Peyton Manning. Yeah. Uh, you just say, hey, yeah. how do you relate to that yeah, if you're just an average yeah, that was you know, a like high me. draft pick. No, yeah, you yeah. can't relate to that world. You grind. You relate to the scrapper. Isaiah's a grinder. Right? That's why I love Krebet. Yeah, my all time favorite Jets. That's why I love Mattingly. You know, late round pick. Those those players have always um, always been my favorites. He's a he's a good kid. Yeah, I'm so happy you. for him. All right, eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Tiki and Tierney on the fan. We have you until two. Give you a chance to react to the uh, chat with Isaiah Hodgins, the the Daniel Jones stuff as well, uh, and uh, a question. For Yankee fans, that is a very, very, mm. very tough answer. Let me ask it next. We'll get that coming up on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 